This episode, I got to catch up with Dan Rich from the Brisbane Lions. Dan was such a legend and it was awesome to have him on the show. To be honest, I don't actually know that much about AFL, but Dan and I got along really well. I got introduced to Dan through a friend of mine maybe just over 12 months ago and he's been wearing the brand ever since and it was really cool to learn behind the scenes and you know his journey from growing up playing footy to doing a bunch of other sports as a kid to how he got drafted at such a young age and to the Lions coming off the back of one of their best seasons in a really long time. Uh, he chats about his training schedule, you know, you know, his hobbies behind the sport, you know, and just and what he's studying in the future and his future after footy. So, yeah, it was great to have him. I really appreciate it. Such a ledge. And I uh, hope you guys get a lot out of this episode. Cheers. <laughs> How you going? I'm good. Very yeah. good, yeah. We'll finally get to make this happen. Thanks for coming on, bro. No worries. Pleasure. So um, I think I'll start it straight up with a question and then we can like flow this combo down. Um, I mean, for me, I don't know heaps about footy, so which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's and good. I'm kind of excited because we can kind of take the combo wherever. But I mean, how did it start? How did you get into this? You know, how did you get into it? How did it all start? Where did, yeah, what did you do growing up? It was obviously a long time ago now, but... Um, Not that long. <laughs> um, I always loved sport. I loved playing yeah. sport growing up. And um, I, I tried to... I actually tried to play as many different sports as I could growing up. Um, I lo- always loved footy. Yeah. And I think what I loved about it was that I got to play with play with my mates. I, I actually played a bit of tennis growing up, believe it or not. Um, played a few state tournaments and all that kind of stuff at a young age, but... I just didn't have the same love for it because I was out there by myself and it's not the same. Like yeah, you could do team. something cool and you look around and it's just you and the, <laughs> the other bloke and the umpire. Like Did they see it? Yeah. It just wasn't the same. So um, I tried to play a lot of sports and, and knew in the back of my mind I wanted to play footy, but I didn't want to get too serious until I knew I had to kind of pull the trigger on it. And, and what was one of the other main sports you played from tennis? Did you like... Yeah, I was pretty much... So I went to a a pretty sporty school and, yeah. and tried to get involved in, in any kind of team I could. I played water polo. I think I played Babington for a bit. Yeah, nice. Um, then had kind of the core footy, cricket, that kind of stuff yeah, um, yeah. during the core periods. But I just liked sport and used to surf a fair bit uh, growing up in Western Australia and um, before or after school I used to chuck the, the board on the back of the bike and, and cruise down the coast. So yeah, nice. I just like to get active and um, I suppose um, having that that back kind of goal to to play footy but yeah. i like to to get involved in as much as i could yeah that's cool and did people spot you in the early days that you're a good footy player like and see that and go hey you should do this or would you just kind of just kept the love going of you loved footy more than the other sports and just kept doing it did someone say something to you like hey like you you can do this oh it definitely gets to a point yeah especially in wa footy's so big over there yeah. so there's so many eyes on you and there's recruiters watching probably from when you're 14, 14 years old kind of onwards. So yeah, um, the first kind of the big thing is the kind of those rep teams and all that kind of stuff. And then state footy starts in Perth from 15 onwards. So definitely heats up then. Yeah. Um, but it probably wasn't until that point where everyone knew you could play because you you'd potentially stand out in, as a junior. But yeah, um, yeah I'm pretty relaxed and laid back kind of guy so you don't necessarily like to bring on that attention at a young age or whatever it is but so what age did you get spotted 
Probably, like, yeah, around that 14, 15. Yeah, wow. So um, still young. Yeah, pretty young. Yeah, it's pretty pretty full on. And you how long had you been playing footy before that to when uh, they started to spot you? Yeah, Auskick, Auskick starts when you're probably five, six. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, the good old days. Yeah, it's, it's still going strong. Oscar. Yeah, Auskick's good. Yeah, it's such a well-run uh, well run thing these days. But that's where it all started for me. And, yeah, cool. Um, kind of grew the love. The best thing was you play with best thing that I loved about junior footy was you you go to school with a bunch of guys and then you you play with the same bunch of guys pretty much and you still have the same group of friends yeah pretty much yeah kind of not the whole team obviously but yeah. pretty core group yeah that's awesome um that we always yeah joke we thought we we're on top of the world back in the day yeah. when you win a few premierships as a as a 13 14 year old but yeah, yeah that's awesome and then and then how did it I mean then you moved to Brisbane but how did that journey start to to the move to Brisbane how old were you how did it yeah it was a yeah pretty crazy story the draft actually just happened um but what what happened it was a I think it was a I don't know what day the draft was back when I did but I actually got flown to Melbourne for the draft and it was yep. all um kind of televised and all that kind of stuff and I think it was a Thursday or Friday night and I think by the Sunday I'd flown from Melbourne back to Perth packed my bags and I was here by Sunday and the draft I think was a Thursday night so really it's pretty crazy you go to go into the draft as a a number in a pool of hundreds and hundreds of of kind of young boys wanting to kind of live their dream and and get picked up and um yeah I got picked up at number seven and and how old were you when you got picked up uh yeah 17 turning 18 so yeah that's awesome yeah it's probably did you move over by yourself yeah, moved over. Yeah, yeah, pretty much by myself, and lived with um, lived with one of the older guys initially. Yeah, um, for about three months, and then moved in by myself. So really, um, learned to grow up pretty quick, and yeah, 100%. it's probably one of the best things I've done, to be honest. Oh, I think it's underestimated that people at eighteen don't even know they're going to have a breakfast. You know, like <laughs> either or they're either you know not everyone, but you know you're partying or you know it's that age you know where you're trying to figure out whether you want to go to university, yep. do a trade, you know. And, and for an athlete, I mean, I've seen it so many times where when they get to that age, they either go all the way or they drop yeah. out of the sport, you know, and they can find, obviously, a lot of, you know, a lot of people find partying or, yeah. you know, hanging out and not staying focused. So, you know, it's a huge achievement to jump in and go on your own. Yeah, you, I was on my own, but at the same time, there's a lot of structure in place and we had the welfare team that looked after you and then you had the older guys kind of... Coaching you through it Coaching as well, you like. through it. And I was lucky in my first year that I played... I played every game um, from day dot, so I was travelling every second week and wasn't necessarily um, kind of stuck back grinding away back in Brisbane. Yeah. So I was lucky in that regard. But because you got because uh, our uh, say our um, CFO Matt, he follows the footy. He's not here today, but he'd be he's spewing. But he was telling me before because I was asking him some questions, and he said you got the rising star the first year. Is yeah, that- yeah, back in the day, yeah, the old. That was another crazy kind of experience too. It was um, normally you have to go down to Melbourne for yeah. the for the award, um, and we were playing finals in my first season, and um, I wasn't allowed to go down because we were in the lead up to a to a game. It was middle of the week, yeah. So I was actually up at Channel Ten Studios up <laughs> and top of Mount Cuthra, and I was obviously if I was up there, I kind of got the kind of got the inkling that I was pretty close to getting the award or whatnot, and yeah. I was up there with my coach where they do it. So we we're sitting at the desk where they do the news for Channel 10. Really? It was kind of like, Surreal. what's going on here? This is crazy. And I remember like kind of talking to my coach at the time and then looked over and I saw the, there was a person and they 
had the medal and they dropped the medal. <laughs> like they were trying to hide it because it hadn't been announced because it was all live, like a live stream. To, yeah. And they dropped the medal. Like, so I knew before it had been announced that I'd won because I'd, I'd seen the medal, like, just there dropped in front of me. So it was pretty funny. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it was a pretty crazy time. But That's um, awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a while ago now. And, uh, and I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things. You've been with the Lions ever since. How many years? Yeah, have... it's the start of my 12th year now, so... Yeah, I've seen uh, seen a few ups and downs along the way, but yeah, that's, um, and I think that's something that's like, you know, I mean, your loyalty to the team, and then you know, everyone says we weren't going to talk much about footy, but I got to ask a couple of questions, right, bro? Good, <laughs> but I mean, you had like one of your best years this year, and people say, oh, you know, it's funny how people say, oh, it's you know, you can be the oldest one, and the, you know, you're getting on, you're getting older, but it's like that's when you start playing because of the experience you've drawn over the years to play your best footy. Is, would you say that? Like, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of different factors that go into yeah. playing well and bad and and all that kind of stuff. But I think, yeah, last year was probably my most consistent and um, probably best year throughout my career. Yeah. Um, had a few decent ones early on, but early on, you basically you get a free hit. To be honest, when you're a young player, you get to come in and no one knows a lot about you, and you you kind of in a way get to do what you like. And yeah. Um, but then it gets gets harder and there's more expectations through that kind of middle stretch. Yeah. And then it obviously increases more and more. But you, you've you've learnt from those experiences as an older player um, to be able to learn not only on game day, but it's most of the stuff that gets you gets you to where you are on game day is done this time of year during the week and, and all that kind of stuff. So, as I said, a lot of different factors. But having said that, we had, we had a much better year last year, which, oh, you which helped had a great year. individually right. too. So Yeah. It's all big or this picture. year, yeah. This yeah. year, yeah. I've moved it's on. It's not over it's, yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> you're, funny. You're ready for next year. <laughs> some people work financial year. Some people work Jan to Jan. I'm kind of October to October. That's, yeah, yeah. You're like the year's all... done. What are we? 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. And I mean, from that, I mean, I know talking to the crew here because they all follow the footy as well. Um, you know, coming into next year, it's a pretty exciting time for you guys. I mean, it. How does your how does your training schedule work? I mean, I'm super interested because I'm a big fan of training myself and into fitness. And we talk, we've talked about it quite a little bit when we've caught up for for Brecky. But yep. what's a training schedule like for you? Like, how do you, you know, how do you train? What, how does it, how does it work? Yeah, so it's, oh, is it, if we talk about this, we could be here for for a while. But I'll, I'll try to keep it simple. Ah, it's so all good. We what a podcast about. <laughs> we finish our last game and have about three weeks off. Mm-hmm. Um, the first week goes lightning quick because of the review meetings. And so you only get three weeks off after the... Yeah, three weeks of rest. So three weeks of not doing much. Yep. And then um, we basically get a roughly eight to ten weeks of, of of holidays, but you're back training, doing your own program that you get given and, and yep. whatnot, which is consists of early a bit of cross-training with running, and then it builds just to more and more running, running. Um, yeah. And it's typically just Monday, Wednesday, Friday with some, some gym and whatnot in between. Um, I don't do a lot of gym. I'm, if I did too much gym, I wouldn't be able to walk out that door. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got to be careful. So I do, I do a fair bit of the, the cross uh, F45 cross-training stuff. So yeah. as as kind of coverage for my gym, um, which I really enjoy. Um, and that basically gets you to where I am now in our program where we start back. Um, you're doing a lot of – early it starts probably – I'd say 30% football training and then 70% running to, to get the numbers that the, the GPS guys, the physios, the strength guys all want to see. Yeah. And then it slowly ends up turning as a percentage 30 to 70 to 70 to 30 and then eventually yep. 
hundred percent footy. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but they're really they're, our guys are so smart and so diligent in making sure those numbers and loads are all kind of where they need to be. Yeah, so it's a real strategy. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive strategy to prepare your fitness levels for when you play your first game. Yep. And strength training like early on to cardio to then more footy by the yeah. end of it. Yeah, it's funny. Like if if we got pushed out onto a field now and said, right, we're playing a game the boys would you'd battle because it's so different but then in season if they said right we're doing the running session we did back in in december yeah. everyone would like blow up it's it's funny how it kind of and how quick you can of, lose it too when you yeah. take time off yep yeah, yep yeah, absolutely so yeah and 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 say a, a morning say you're oh, say now like say i mean next monday you're back training yeah um as we we're talking before but what does a day look like for you a day in the life of a yeah professional footy player each day is very different but a monday we basically early for training um training prep um, we do a bit of craft stuff which is like your individual stuff that you might want to do and then you yeah. come in for a quick meeting um back out and then you knock out your your session whatever it might be um then we all meet at a pool right near where we train do a bit of recovery stuff have a bit of a break um then guys kind of split off into their own off legs conditioning which could be boxing could be a bike for some guys, could be swimming for for some other guys, yep. um, which is all run and scheduled and all that kind of stuff. And then we have a, I think it's a three or four o'clock meeting in the afternoon. And depending on what the, the coaches want to cover off, they cover off and we're kind of done by five o'clock. So Mondays are pretty full on pretty full on day then tuesdays might as well spit out the week while we're here right yeah let's do it i'm <laughs> Tuesday, interested in this it's yeah because it's like you know you, it's like everyone goes to work and yeah you're a professional athlete so it's like a schedule how does yeah. it yeah it's fun yeah funny some people think we're nine to five lock in or, or yeah. just train in the afternoons like the kind of old school yeah amateur yeah. footy but it's not really like that tuesdays you there's a lot of things that get thrown in either side of program to so you book in your own physio or whatever it might be but tuesdays generally just um, we call it hats, which is like extra touch in your weights group before you start start your weights program. You do your weights, and then you you scheduled in for physio and massage afterwards. So Tuesday is generally probably a two thirds day. Yep. And then Wednesday is almost like the flip of the Monday. So you come in Wednesday and you're doing your off legs, whatever it might be. Yep. It's generally less leg stuff, so it's either a box or a, or a swim. And just more cardio-based breathing. Just all cardio stuff, yeah. And then you have a bit of a gap and then you do we do like a night session. So you get there at 3 o'clock prep, pretty much same as Monday, but you do it yeah. to the night. And yeah, then, nice. And that preps you for night games, I suppose, is that Yeah, why? yeah. We, we play a lot of night games. So we yeah. were, initially we were kind of morning, just mornings. But that's the, the biggest thing is when you when you're prepping for games especially as a young guy you got to learn what to eat in the lead up to a game because if you're eating all your food in the morning to train and then yeah it's yeah. different doing a morning session you just wake up and have a have a light meal eat what you need to eat and, and then, then train train but in a game at a, we play a lot of seven o'clock games which you got to then have your three meals yeah it's a bit of a fine art to, and then the nerves get you too if you're nervous yeah. you know leading up to a game yeah and you got to make sure you eat oh i know when I do events yeah every no, now and then it's like you're nervous and you got to figure out like I, I, I personally doing yeah I remember when we did the half marathon it was like we I made sure we trained at that time in the morning because yeah. I was like why train at night when the run's going to be at 6am in the morning exactly and I'm only just a casual runner but you know it's so for you guys it's planning to the yeah. T right like, yeah because yeah, the last thing you want on game day whether it's a game for me or marathon for you is like oh this is a shock like what's like a new feeling like you know what I mean you want to just be 
Yeah, your body's like not used to it. Been there a hundred times before. So. Yeah. And then Thursdays pre-season, we get off, which is nice. So yeah. we get the full day off, but you can come in and do physio or whatever. And that's when I like to get out and go for a surf or have a game of golf or whatever it might be. I, f- I find that's so important for me to to get away. As a young guy, I kind of might not have done that as much, but now I've got to go do something on that day. Yeah, take your mind off it. Take my mind off, yeah, footy. What do you do not. the most, surf or golf? Probably golf at the moment, at the moment yeah. unfortunately. unfortunately. Tell just, there's not many waves, though. Yeah, when there's no waves or... or it's just that sometimes for me, the drive in pre-season two, the, yeah. you're driving an hour from Brizzy to, to the Goldie. To the Goldie, and then you surf for two, three hours and drive back. Like it's a, yeah, it's a big, it's a big day. Having said that, golf's four hours, but it's, it's <laughs> at least you know you're different. gonna get a game in. Sometimes surf, yeah, you might yeah. surf for twenty minutes. And yeah, if the surf's good, though, I'll lock that in. For yeah, sure. yeah. Me and one of the other boys love love getting a wave, so we um, we try kind of that's a priority when we can. Yeah, that's cool. Then Fridays. Friday's a funny one that we kind of do like a smaller session in the morning, just footy-based session and then um, a bit of cross-training in the afternoon and um, and gym and um, then we're kind of done for the day because we come back Saturday morning yeah. and do just more of a pure running kind of session. Yeah. So they okay. almost split the Friday into two days in a way. And how many Ks a week would you run, do you reckon? Um, it builds up, but it's probably around 30 at the moment. And that's just all on the field? Like you're not doing road running? Is it just all? Oh, never. yeah, never. Never store on the field yeah, yeah. All on the field yeah and a lot of it's it's not just running k's it's quality kind of efforts yeah. and stuff so might only be 30k's but it's good kind of you can do a quality 30k's or yeah yeah not just running do, straight 30 yeah you could do five slow five minute 5k jog six times a week yeah okay but it's just different um and a lot of that's to change the direction and all that stuff so yeah yeah and how um do you track how many calories like you would burn a day with the amount of training you boys do no not really no no, no. it's um we 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 do diaries every day we weigh in weigh out all that kind of stuff oh yeah so a lot of different two different sets of diaries that talk about sleep and all that kind of stuff and then you can go through muscles and if you you rate stuff here and there and so they check your heart rate every morning or how that tracks to your sleep and things like that uh, you don't check your actual heart rate you more do your you rate your sleep out of a number and sleep quality and it's always harder when there's a little one yeah absolutely one. yeah he's been good lately but <laughs> oh, that's yeah, good he's uh he gets up early but i'm an early riser and an yeah. early i'll go to bed early so yeah that's good i don't mind it yeah yeah just when they're sick it sucks <laughs> and what um so they track like help you with your diet and calories because i mean the amount of training you guys be doing you have to be eating a ton of calories yeah it's the biggest thing that's changed i think over my time is it used to be kind of like a set right up this is what everyone's doing but our dietitian now um pip she's really good at it's so specific to everyone to else you. she's like whatever works best for you like yeah like that's what we're going to do kind of thing and she's really hands-on and make sure like if you're playing well and feeling good and your skin folds might be a little bit higher than than the desired rough number then that's okay because you're feeling good out there you, you know you're yeah, don't out put pressure on yourself to be a little bit leaner yeah yep so yeah that's good it's um yeah it's kind so of, did it used to just be like a one set for everyone and now they've changed it to like individual because everyone does have a different body type yeah they do it's wasn't necessarily everyone's got to be under this number but in the back of like your mind you kind of you kind of knew you had to yeah. get under a certain number as such to to feel like you've done the right thing in a way but everyone's different yeah like some yeah. guys need a some guys can lose weight with a click of a finger some guys can put on weight in a click of a finger yeah. everyone's different yeah exactly um so yeah. yeah you get the ectomorphs that can just stay lean yeah. around and eat what they want yeah yeah 
I'm not. I'm not one of those. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I wish, but I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And um, I mean, I remember you telling me like, obviously, I just from seeing you know around with what goes on in different codes of footy, that on the Sunday after a game, if you play, you'd have to be at training. But you're saying to me that you guys don't. You, you go for waves and surfing instead of going to like post. I suppose training to stretch and warm down instead you go surfing is that like and you can kind of do what you need to do to prepare for the next monday yeah and I, that's something I've that i've i've loved yeah it's we do a fair bit like you do your game do a quick recovery session and then you do a meeting and and whatnot and you've got to do all that post directly post game but yeah the sundays now after a, a saturday game you you basically it's up to you to, to do your own recovery and, and tick off what you need to do yeah which is awesome um, which is good that's that's the the balance footy clubs face is how much do they hand over to the players or how much do they control and I think yeah. it kind of gets to a point and that's a perfect example like we're all men we're grown men and yeah we're, we live you're by ourselves and not exactly not at school or you're not someone like that so for, for an easy recovery session like it might not seem easy for some young guys they might not know what to do but that's where you kind of call around and drag a few along but you've yeah it's a it's a no-brainer that yeah you don't yeah, need to, to go somewhere, meet, yeah. do it. You can do it in your own time yeah. and then kind of get your Sunday to prepare for the next week. Yeah. And, and mentally for for the player, it's it's yeah. it might not, it's not long. It could be 15 to 20 minutes worth of recovery, but it's mentally, it's it's funny what it does, driving to somewhere to meet as a team as well, opposed to just doing Because it can thing. get to that point where it feels, you know, because it's a sport you loved. It is a, yes, it's a job, and but it, you've turned a passion into a career, but... You can get to the point where it could just get that draining off. Got to go here, where you know that you've got to get it done because you've got to be fresh for the sun for the Monday. Yeah. You know you're going to get it done, and then you've got the day to kind of prepare yourself and yeah. you know relax or spend time with the family. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's the thing. Instead of having a locked in time where you're meeting meeting the boys somewhere, you can you can you know, I can get up and go for a surf or, or whatever it might be. And I think it's probably no better, in my opinion, recovery than going out for for a wave. You're in the water. You're yeah, hundred percent. Pretty active. You. Yeah, you're kind of moving and Yeah, good. that's cool. And I mean, I had a question because it's, you know, you've been doing this for not too long. Don't worry, you're not old, bro. But how do you st- like? How do you stay focused and motivated? Like what keeps you so focused year on year? Like what's your, not say your secret sauce, but what keeps you motivated like to, to keep going hard every year? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, yeah, I thought I'd think, I thought of that one. This is a good one to ask. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's, well, we've got, so 22 players can can play yeah 18 on the ground four on the bench and there's 48 on our list so there's if everyone's fit there's that's 26 guys missing out yeah um so you've got you've got a i know everyone doesn't play in the same position but you've got blokes lining up yeah lining up so um yeah you see it pretty quickly that the draft gets done that means there's new guys coming in then there's guys especially as an older player there's younger guys who are growing up and improving getting better and and putting more and more pressure on you to to perform so you've got you don't have a choice but to to step that, it up and that and motivates to, you too to yeah. say hey i can like yeah absolutely it, it drives you along to to go a bit harder or and go for a little bit longer or whatever it might be yeah that's um, cool but you've always got guys knocking on the door and it's a pretty ruthless business and competition that we're in so it's not just about um, what is kind of a lot of it is about playing and playing senior footy yeah but it's um the end of the day it's kind of 
the job as well. So yeah, yeah, it's no different. What's to like another, any, another any professional athlete? Yeah. You know, you're only as technically as good as your last game, yep. or yep. your last race, or your last event, or whatever. Yep. So it's like if you're not staying on, and it's it's a lot of pressure for people to stay on. I mean, it's the same in your career and your job. If you're not on, mm-hmm. or you're not finding those ways to, you know you know, relax, but then also be able to stay super motivated at the same time. It's, it's yeah. a lot of pressure for yeah. everyone. Yeah, but I find, that's why I find I have to do that stuff to keep me relaxed because then when I, when I walk through the doors again, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Haven't been thinking about it when I'm at home or whatever it might be. I'm a big one for out the doors. I flick the switch off. I'm still got footy back in my mind but what I eat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, that's your life. You grew up doing it, but yeah. it's more there's other things as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean... What other interests do you have apart from footy? Yeah, golf, kind of golf, surfing are the, the bigger ones and, yeah. and do a bit of study and the kind of property property stuff. But And what are you studying? Uh, so I'm doing a marketing um, marketing business degree um, and property property and marketing are the two majors. So Yeah, awesome. Um, How do you find time to do that too? You got a lot on. Oh, I'm, yeah, <laughs> uni's slow, slow. I've only done, done 14 subjects out of my 24, so... Mate, I'm over halfway. Off, I'm ticking it off slow, but... Um, yeah, I kind of I balance that with a bit of work experience stuff too, which I really enjoy. Yeah, um, and so, do you what do you fit that in on your days off as well? Um, yeah, I try to do maybe a half day here and there on a day off, but I, I pick up a fair bit through the off season. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I was in there for probably six hours yesterday doing a bit of stuff and and whatnot. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, but that's property's always been a big interest of mine. But I think. Um, I, I like the marketing sales of a of a business and how that works. I, yeah, I find that quite interesting. So, mate, you can come yeah. in here and help us someplace. Where's yeah. the contract? Like <laughs> we always need help. We always need marketing <laughs> help. Yeah, cool. And do you? I mean, is that your plan when you finish footy? I suppose. Yeah, is that what you? What you? You've got other goals as well. I suppose is that something you're doing on the side as well as footy? Like, because that that I suppose you think about it, that help you take your mind off the pressures of the sport too. Really. Yeah. So when you're playing, you're playing, and then when you, you, your mind gets taken off it, because I know with people say when you want something too much, you're not. Sometimes you don't get it because you're overthinking it and overwant it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I do it because I'm I'm realistic about I can't play footy forever. To be honest, yeah, um, and Makes I've got a family sense. there. I've got a family to provide for when I'm done. So yeah, and I've seen it a lot because I played from day one. I've been good mates with a lot of the older guys as well who have retired and. Um, seen a lot of guys not only from my club but from other clubs that have stepped out and and battled a bit in those first few years kind of finding their feet Feet, yeah Um, so almost footy is number one priority but if I can do other stuff that is going to almost help that transition a bit more then you'd be stupid not to do it 100% Um, so it's just about finding the balance of kind of when what when when is it footy time when is it not footy time yeah that's cool that's cool and um I mean, if you had any advice for anyone, I suppose, coming up in footy or any career, what would you give them? Oh, you know, that, yeah. that, want, that want to make it in footy, you know? Like, I suppose, you know, being, you know, your career, what advice would you have any kid coming up through or any athlete, I suppose? Yeah, I think it's different for every sport, but it's like, especially with AFL, it's so, it's so hard to get in the door yeah but it's even probably harder once you once you get there like you see it I've seen it before where kids have got drafted and, and done all the hard work to get drafted and then they've walked 
walked in the doors and kind of thought the job's done in a way but yeah the truth is it gets even harder like right as a, as a junior you're at your pinnacle and you've you've ticked it off and you're now an afl list but then you're stepping it up with guys that have have done it for year after year and there's only a certain amount on the list you kind of go from it's like going from primary school to high school yeah um, in a way makes so, complete sense um and i so suppose what advice could you give to them as well yeah, you because can, you're right it's 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 the same i've seen it in other sports you know they they make it onto an amazing team and then yeah it's like oh finally i've got there right it's like hang on, now you got to hammer down even harder yeah yeah you just got to be you've got to be a sponge and, and soak it up as much as you can and and i think be realistic that it's in most cases unlikely that you're you're going to be playing from day one like you got to yeah. give yourself every chance to do it yeah. but um think you got to show respect and, and earn a lot of that stuff early on because you see as an older player you see um the way that guys act and all that kind of stuff and um i think it's just yeah the old head up head down bum up kind of mentality early on and learn as much as you can and yeah and you, you improve pretty quick yeah that's cool thanks bro and i mean if you want to share what are your goals for 2020 um yeah i think i'm kind of at a point now to be honest where a lot of it's not really individual goals yeah. um, as funny as that might sound I know that I've got to I've got to do what I need to do as an individual to 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 be the best me for the team but yeah um, I'm at a point now where I have expectations on myself to to be able to help lead the team and and drive the team and yeah and that side of it and I've I played finals in my first year I played two finals and that was it and then I played another 10 seasons where I didn't play finals not one game. Not even didn't even really get near it to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, well, you guys did have year, a tough like for what you've achieved this year was massive. Yeah, and then this the season just finished, we played finals again. So pretty simple. I just want to keep playing finals. But I know that's that's a long long way away, the end of end of next season and hopefully end of next season. I know there's a lot of water to go under the bridge before then, but yeah. To be honest, that's kind of the goal. Yeah. Um, and I'll be pretty, yeah, pretty open and honest. That that's what I want to do is oh. to play finals. I'm at the point in my career now where that's what it's about. Hundred um, percent. So, yeah, that's kind of simple as that. I'll be looking forward to watching it. <laughs> well, hopefully, we can chat. Yeah, in, yeah, in for sure. Time and reflect on some good times. Hundred percent, and we'll get some waves in between. It's the plan. So, well, hey, thanks, bro. I appreciate you coming on the show. And no uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching you next year, bro. Next Pleasure. year too. It's not this year. Yeah, <laughs> this season. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. No worries. Thanks, mate.